You're listening to Kids Cue the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, performers, composers, and kids like you. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had the chance to ask. And we'll listen to music to see what makes it interesting and fun. Because music is for you. I'm your host, Darlene. And I'm your host, Rebecca Lane, director of Upper Beaches Music School. Let's cue the music. You're listening to Kids Keep the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, performers, composers, and kids like you. I'm your co-host, Zara Lane. And I'm your co-host, Rebecca Lane, director of Upper Beaches Music School. We're going to talk to musicians as they prepare for concerts and composers as they write new music. And they have some interesting things to say. Yeah, like how violin strings used to be made out of guts. Guts? So gross. Can yeah. you believe it? And we'll listen to How music they together. Take it out. How do they get the guts out of the Oh they probably it doesn't matter. So gross. We'll listen to music together and learn about it. Or sometimes we'll play it ourselves. And we're gonna play our weekly game Pasta, Pasta or Composer. composer. That's the game where my mom, that's me, tells us an Italian word, and we have to guess it's as if it's a name of a composer or a kind of pasta. It's super duper really fun. Yeah, like tortellini, bazzini, baccarini. Oh, I know what tortellini is. Yeah, you do. And we tried to give you beef tortellini once, and you wouldn't eat it because you only like cheese tortellini. <laughs> Silly pants. Well, it's two pages. Well, it's a pretty fun game. And if you get it right, you win nothing. You don't actually win a prize. But it's still pretty fun. Mom! Don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Upper Beaches Music, where you can submit questions you want us to ask the musicians, composers, conductors, and students we interview. And now... Enjoy some clips from our upcoming episodes. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in music? Because you mentioned that you're from Venezuela and that you are a trumpet player. Can you tell us a little bit more and maybe a little bit more about El Sistema too? Is that the program that you started with? Yes, actually, I run, I started in El Sistema when I was three years old because my, both my parents, my dad and my mom, they are musicians as well. My mom plays the violin and my dad plays percussion. So then uh, when it was almost three years old, actually it was a week before I turned to three, and my dad kind of teach me how to conduct the song Ode to Joy. And, you know, this famous piece of song by Beethoven, he teach me in front of the mirror how to conduct the rhythms and how to bow to the audience and how to act in front of the orchestra. So... One week before I turned to three, it was my first concert conducting the children orchestra of my state and my city. And yeah, so this is how, how it started. And then I started playing the cello and then I switched to trumpet because I had a friend who played trumpet with me when I played the cello and then I couldn't hear myself. And then I say, no, I really want to hear by <laughs> others. And the trumpet sounds louder than the cello. And then I switched to trumpet. So I never stopped conducting in my music school, uh, other ensembles and orchestras. I kind of did both at the same same time playing trumpet and being conducting and and this is how the things work in Venezuela in their Sistema project it's like a, you, we are learning all together all together in 
in an ensemble or an orchestra in my case, and we are kind of collaborating to each other. We are like a friends playing and learning together music. That's so cool. Are you telling me that you're memorizing one of the hands so that you don't have to pay attention to it? Yeah. That's exactly what I did when I played the piano too. Because it's really hard to read both parts at the same time, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, the quick quick way of doing it is just to memorize one of them and then you don't have to look at both clefs and both staffs at the same time. And that's also why I um I do right hand and then left hand or left hand and then right hand. Then I practice both of them at the same time. So you play each hand separately? Yeah. And then you play them together once you know how to do each hand by itself. Yes. So smart. That's a really good strategy. What's your favorite thing about playing the piano? Well, I really like the sound of the piano and getting good at it. And also that there's lots more pieces that I could learn about. So like the learning can go on forever. Yes, you never will really have learned all of the piano songs in the world. So you can just keep playing the piano forever. Yeah. Cool. What's the hardest thing about playing the piano? Uh, just learning new pieces, probably. Can you tell us what's hard about it? Uh, just since I, I've probably never heard of the song before. And like if there's a lot of like ups and downs and switching places, it, my, my, I just get like, whoa, I, I don't, I, this looks very hard for me to do. So it's just, it just seems hard. But once I start playing, it's not really hard. So it seems hard when you look at it, and then you play it, and it is hard. Yeah. Does it ever become easy? It's just a bit hard. It's pretty hard, but not that hard. But yeah, I like it. It's fun. It's fun anyways. (laughs) It's fun even though it's hard? I always like a good challenge. This one has a little bit of a melody around it. So um, you're going to hear a bit of a melody and then the animal sound. What do you think? Is it the cat? It's totally the cat. <laughs> I like that so great. Because the cat's Exactly. It's like a very dramatic cat. This is totally yeah. a dramatic cat. And I like that it sounds like he's sort of mincing around on little tiny paws. Like really delicate. And then, give me food. <laughs> <laughs> Our cat sometimes meows at us, or sometimes he just stares up at us <laughs> with his big cat eyes. And he looks so cute, and I have to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> They're too cute. There's another funny thing that the cat does right at the end of this part of the piece. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know how sometimes cats get like overexcited when you're petting them? And they give you a little swipe with their paw? No. I kind of think maybe... No? Does your cat never, like... Our cat definitely... He totally does that, Zara. <laughs> he does that to your brothers all the time. Like, your pet... They go to pet him, and he just, like, gives them a little buck on the side of the head kind of thing. Like, he just paws at them with his claw. Like that? Yeah. Or does your cat ever, like, pounce on things? Like a toy? Oh, he does it on Lego. So... Like, sometimes they hear, like, this, like... Like Lego crashing around, and he's like, <laughs> he's chasing a piece around the house. Yeah, like <laughs> he's getting a bit old. He doesn't play with toys as much anymore. Yeah, maybe I'll just play the end of this, and you tell me what you think it sounds like. Okay. <laughs> 
Like, the note going down sounds like something's falling. <laughs> that, though, like, something scared him away or... Could be. It's one. It's a funny little mystery that we have in the in the music, right? We just have this really unusual note, and you can sort of decide for yourself what you want to do with it. Maybe it's the cat pouncing on something, or I don't know. Maybe it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the tail got caught in the door. Oh no! <laughs> or a book fell on him. Or maybe he just decided to leave the room, and the music stops. Don't know. for listening to Kids Cue the Music. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with other kids you think would love it. I'm Zora Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. Talk to you next time on Kids Cue the Music. Kids Cue the Music.